is your intro. Three. And. I'll do it slowly so you can think of rhymes. Alright. I'm sick and sweaty, I just want to go There's food in the kitchen while we wait for snow It's vaguely winter themed this week but only cause I'm ill I haven't got enough tutoring to even pay the bills So give to the Patreon I like the change in tone (laughs) There's no rhyme for that, that's that's the end (laughs) Patreon.com slash shame city Can I go and be ill now, please? Oh, thank God. Look for the bare necessities, simple bare necessities. Hello and welcome to episode 56 of That's... A shame. I'm Isaac, and joining me, as always, directly opposite, gazing at his phone, texting while the show starts. I noticed. Messaging. Yeah, okay. I'm Getting not it. old. I get the difference. <laughs> it's Declan. How are you? Sending a little email. <laughs> Some Ooh, a Morse mail. code. Clever. Yes, that's I bet me. there's a Morse code app, do you? Where Probably. you can just, like, send push notification Morse code to each other. God, that would be cumbersome. I'm going to get it and learn about it. <laughs> You're going to make it. Anyway, look, I asked how you are, so it's only polite that you respond. I am very well. Well, don't lie about it, because I can see you. Look. Straight I'm, across from me. You I'm look like you're the edge, the edge of existence. <laughs> looks like you've seen the very peak of the universe and realise that you'll never reach it. I'm so ill that from 6am to 7am this morning I watched an episode of Golden Balls. <laughs> That's now, how ill I am. Golden Balls, for those who don't know, is a uh, British game show ostensibly presented by, you remember uh, Jigsaw, the murderer in the Saw films? It's you leave, his, his body. You leave, you leave poor Jasper Carrot out of this. It's not his fault though, he looks exactly like famous cinematic mass murderer jigsaw but he simply does he does it's a game show but only in the sense that uh i don't know it has the kind of visual grammar of a game show but the actual game itself takes maybe 40 percent of the show to explain to the point where i think it's more an exercise in like can you understand and follow these instructions rather than any game element definitely it it all seems to be based mostly on more guesswork than even deal or no deal Mm. And less on, reward. And a lot of bullshitting. But there are some golden balls, as the name suggests. There are. And it feels like it was a show written by a kind of 14-year-old teenager just to get mm. Jasper Carrot to say, just drop your balls in there or come on then, show us it's your balls. perfect like or... daytime TV, yeah, yeah, euphemism generation. Exactly. Smutty Jasper saw Carrot. You know, you can get pre-war to shared dirty jokes on yeah. there. 
And then you get a little highlight reel on YouTube. I mean, this has never happened for Jasper because he's a man who looks so close to a serial killer that it wouldn't. But like for Bradley Walsh on the chase, definitely. There's all those like they put in questions that are going to make him laugh, and then yeah. that'll be going around Mum's net. For he's months. laughing and all. God, God and do you remember that time laughing. he had to say Fanny? Oh, God, the chaser wasn't happy. Now we've never mentioned the chase on this show, have we? Uh, we might have briefly alluded okay, to him. because I just want to again dive into the fact that the way it works is i mean it's bullshit let's not let's put that out there early no no it is no no no, no but but it is no. i know it's something close to your heart that and, you'd... and it and it is just good it's just not though. but you're very wrong anyway we'll leave that to one side but what i want to get to is the fact that the way it works is there are people who inhabit the role of the chaser much like 007 it's a code name that can be passed mm-hmm. on Indeed. maybe that's not what 007 is like and we're supposed to believe that sean connery and pierce brosnan are the same person. are the same guy in which case you're not fooling anyone <laughs> idiot they really like bucked the trend with bringing judy dench in. <laughs> it was nuts um but yeah so they have these the chaser can be any one of about five people five. and i you seem to know them all by first name but i only know them by the epithets that they've presumably been given rather than yeah. had chosen themselves the beast the beast now he's just a fat man he's so. an enormously fat man who's married to his cousin no is he <laughs> they keep that on the down low that man made out of only fleshy squares is married to his cousin yeah that's atrocious isn't that illegal i think it's like, it's a, like a second cousin, cousin or second cousin some amount of removed only like the the minimal amount why of do you removal. know that it's like a. It's just if you watch the chase, you know Did, what, he's bringing it up on the Mark chase. Lebet. No, 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 no. You just does he try and do this thing? You know get... where like a question loosely relates to an anecdote that they just want to. And this tell. is like how I'm married my own cousin. <laughs> what do you mean, Andy? Whatever your name is, there's a question about Harry Potter. His name's Mark. Mark, Mark Lebet. Mm, I like that. That sounds fancier than he is, though. So mm. there's them. There's him, the fat beast, or whatever he's there's called. There's the governess. She looks like. Um, you remember those two women used to go around kind of painfully, aggressively cleaning your house for you? How clean is your house? Yeah. Not Kim you. and Aggie. That's them. She looks like if both of them sort of ran at each other really fast in the Hadron Collider. I think that actually she looks more like what happened to the Trunchbull after the events of Matilda. She, she just really took the wind out of her sails. <laughs> I like that mythology because it implies that she's actually a really good, like she should be head because she knows a lot of stuff. Yeah. The the conceit is that they're really good at quizzes, so that's all. Yeah. And they chase you. I was disappointed to learn only metaphorically around the studio because like each time you get one right, you move away. When you get one wrong, they move closer. Yeah. There's the Cinnaman. Yeah. Now, Cinnaman is where I start to question the naming process because he's, I mean, he wears a white suit. His name is Paul Sinner. Uh, okay, but spelt like a sinner. No, I presume not. No. Well, but I that's mean, only based on a mildly racist. He's a man of Asian descent, idea. isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He's also gay. Right. A failedish comedian. He's a who comedian. Seems to spend well, I mean, a lot of his time good. getting high at university like parties. Why do you know so much about all these people? Look, this stuff Are you, like, gets shared. To, look, where? Are you on in the little internet. secret groups? <laughs> I've been on the internet and I've you, heard fuck been all nowhere. about the chase <laughs> in like decades. Okay, so Cinnamon. Now, it's like he didn't get the memo of what everyone else's naming conventions were because they are very like, they're like if a kid was coming up with them. The mm. Beast, because he's big. The Governess, because she looks kind of 
like a, a malicious aunt figure. Yeah. The cinnamon. What do you think he's trying to get across? Because if I hadn't seen him, and indeed they have like silhouettes for them before they come out, mm-hmm. I would have pictured a kind of debonair, like he'd flash you a smile across the casino and your knees would go weak. That sort of thing. He's very much the opposite of that. He's not like that. No, not no. like that. Doesn't quite have the charisma that the name would imply. There's the new one who I can't remember. The Vixen. That's her. The Vixen? Yep. Right. Is she a kind of uh, softcore porn looking area? Yes. Or is she if, a If fox? you're into the softcore kind of BBW. <laughs> right. I see. Porn. Okay, yeah. fair enough. And then... Now, last but not least, <laughs> and where I begin to take serious issue with Bradley Walsh, who I'm sure is well-meaning in his endeavours. He's best put a Christmas album out. That's lovely, isn't it? That's hard. He was the best-selling debut artist of last year. Bradley, Bradley Walsh. Walsh. Mm-hmm. Are you joking? Nope. He Why? was the best-selling. He released an album last year, and it was the best So this is his second album yeah. this year? This is a, it was the best-selling debut album officially now year. got like a music career. Yeah. That's disgusting. <laughs> he is a man who... But who would you prefer releasing records, him or Alexander Armstrong? Oh, true. Yeah, Alexander Armstrong singing songs, trying to avoid where the camera is yeah. so he doesn't look directly at it. It's a real <laughs> um, what is Bradley Walsh's origin story? Was he in EastEnders? Something yeah. like that? Yeah. He's like. one of these yeah. people who's just existed on TV for our entire lives. Yeah. But always like... I've just always recognised his face wherever yeah, it was. and his little laugh. He does this really silent, scrunched up face. Yeah. Like, <laughs> horrid noise. Uh, oh, well, hats off to him. But you get off his train. When it is revealed that the last of the characters, the chasers, the eponymous titular chasers... Is a bald, man, bespectacled... Gentleman. Tall. He's black. got presence to him. Oh, what was that one? He's a black. Black. Yeah. He is black. And he's called the Dark Destroyer. <laughs> now, I mean... Now, I like I to don't think know where to start. that it's because he always wears a black suit. But you know that it's not. I know, no, I do know that it's a borderline race crime. <laughs> do you think it's just someone who's like high up in production who has been kind of ticking off, signing off on game shows since like the 30s? Since like Bullseye was but a dream in that horrible cow's mind when darts were barely even invented. And he's just like, yeah, no, we'll call him, what is it? Black chap, dark destroyer, easy. He's just like got a list of them that he matches up. Yeah. It's a bit of a shame, isn't it? It is, uh, it is just quite questionable. Hmm. But, you know, works for him. I guess. He hasn't complained. No. We would assume we'd have heard about it if he didn't, yeah. you know, accept it as a concept. So fair play to him. Yeah. That's our chase roundup for the week. So see you next back week. Next time. We'll <laughs> for be talking tipping about point. <laughs> tipping point. No, right. we can't. No, we haven't got. It's time. just an we arcade game. We haven't got time. Look, we'll do a whole. Okay. We'll do a whole okay, episode okay, about okay. it. Because we've got. Have we got? Lots content have got content. Hell of a show. Is it going to be a hell of a show? Hell of a show. We've really reversed hell in position because I, my confidence in the show has really plummeted. <laughs> <laughs> so I just don't say it anymore. Um, no, well, we've got... Uh, Let's tease stuff. what we have, like, if we we're on the radio. This is, like, it. stuff... This is stuff we've promised. Okay, this That's is That's probably going to be the title, really. Like, stuff, stuff we've promised. We've promised. <laughs> because this is all things that we said we were going to give to you over the last month and then never did. It's been a busy month. Yes, but also we just do get distracted quite easily. Yeah, well, there's that as well. So we have like a base level distraction that's about 60, 65%. Every- this, this 10 minutes on the chase might have <laughs> slightly clued you into that. But then on top of that, it's like coming towards Christmas. We've got all this 
palaver with the climate going on. Oh, this you know how it is. Oh, it's been I think that was the I think that was the title of John Jordan Mombio's latest piece. <laughs> was palaver with the climate. Somebody have a check. See if she's doing all right. But here we are. We're going to bring to you today content includes a Danielle update. A, a Danielle update, indeed. Yeah. We also have Harry Potter written by a bot. Good. Now, I'm sure because you guys, I imagine, you listen to this and then you just shut off for a week. You won't have seen that. You know, two weeks. Everyone's been tweeting it. It's been on <laughs> yeah. Facebook. It's kind of been reported been in every single newspaper, yeah. including, seemingly most notably, at the top of Google search engine, the Indian Times. Wow, okay. I love it. That's an SEO victory. So here we are, bang up today. I've got an update on that whole revenge thing. Oh, yes. Get into. And also, just a quick tutoring thing, because it would be remiss of us not to bring tutoring that into, into everything. Somehow. Yeah, yeah, crowbar that in. Where to begin is the question, really. Well, shall I start with this Harry Potter thing? I because... think you may as well, because it's chronologically so very Redundant. <laughs> <laughs> that we may as well just whisk through it. Well, I think that we did mention uh, that the, the basic concept is that a... I don't know who it is. Uh-huh. Some, somewhere, some with a somewhere working with bots. Yeah. Trained a bot to read all of the Harry Potter books. Yeah. And then trained it to speak. And then reminded it of all the Harry Potter books. <laughs> trained went, it to speak. Yeah. It did not speak this. It spoke it. It <laughs> said it aloud. <laughs> and then the, the bot got its fountain pen, probably a digital one, and it wrote it down, but not on normal paper like you and no, me. No, cyber Grid paper. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and yeah, they reminded it of the Harry Potter books. I like, remember all those. Yeah. And they went, oh, all right, here we go. And they went, now give us your give best us shot. I love stuff like this. The the example that lives in my life most often is subreddit simulator. Yes. Which is one of the previous admins of Reddit, whose name is something like Demores, something like that. He's a like software genius. And he made this subreddit that just has bots which read through the data of all posts on other big subreddits and then just post their own every so often. And it comes up with some of the most brilliant like parody it's, it's just beyond satire. what anyone could yeah. do it's like when we're, whenever we play Cards Against Humanity which we oh, yeah. used to do a bit at uni but then hadn't for years I don't do, do people still play it yeah, broadly speaking so, yeah. it's still going strong oh yeah because they bought all that Trump war yep. area so it must be doing alright but whenever we do Declan introduced me to a fantastic rule slash experiment in exactly this which is that you have however many people are in the room and want to play Plus one is your players. And the extra slot is for our friend Rando. Your Rando. Yeah. And what Rando does is he's just dealt cards like everyone else. And he doesn't exercise a lot of agency in the choice. It's just no. whatever he happens to have at the top, you take as the card for the answer. And because in Cards Against Humanity, the whole point is that you don't know whose cards are whose. So often it ends up being like, oh, this one's the winner. And then a kind of blank look around the circle <laughs> where everyone goes, oh, it's Rando. <laughs> and he like he destroys he every match. He absolutely decimated us. It's just like not even close. Though he's got a three hundred percent card what increase. What I like about it though is that it proves our notion about cards against humanity mm. that it is always about the 
randomness and the surprise and the surrealism yeah, absurdity, not rather than oh have you got the card that most closely matches the yeah. question people who think it's a quiz are yeah. people that I don't want to look in the eye or people who think it's about can you give the crudest answer yeah. that's just a reflection on humour generally though like, yeah most people are very very poor at it <laughs> very very stupid yes but here we are so a robot's written a harry potter it's got one i've only heard the title i have actually diligently avoided looking at any of it it's been people have sent it to me multiple times i had to be like ha, good that was a fun <laughs> read i liked the bit with harry in it <laughs> uh just to pretend to them that I'd imagine if he wasn't in it that oh, i'd embarrass myself there <laughs> but i so i only know the title but the title alone is enough of a joke that the rest is just bonus. Harry Potter and the portrait of what looks like a large pile of ash. <laughs> it's so great. Imagine J.K. Rowling, like, 80 years from now. She's being kept alive artificially because of all the money that she's just, I don't know, spending on, like, robots to fan her blood around her veins. Yeah. Ugh, I've made myself Why feel have ill. you done that? I don't know. But 10 years earlier, she'll have... Given in the integrity, what little is left now, fantastic Jesus beasts, Christ. has faded to dust, and she's just churning them out. Harry Potter and the time I saw a cigarette in the mirror. <laughs> Harry Potter and the bus that I would have caught if I'd gone a bit faster, but I didn't, so I got the next. <laughs> Harry Potter and the portrait of what looks like a, a pile of ash. It's just so great. The fact that there's like a, a an unsurety in your title. Yeah. The portrait of what. Well, I mean, it looks like a pile of ash. <laughs> Can't be certain, but it's <laughs> it not a lot else than yeah, it looks like. It suggests that that's the major like narrative tension as well. Like Harry thought it was a pile of ash, but but was it? And that's going to motivate somehow an entire book. So let's dive in. I'm desperate to hear it. <clears throat> Chapter thirteen. Will you be reading it in a robo voice? No, good. I will attempt to do some poor accents. Oh, though. good. Some Harry Potter PlayStation One. <laughs> Accent. <laughs> Chapter 13. Good starting point. The Handsome One. <laughs> you might enjoy the, the nice little illustration there. Oh, I really the didn't. The castle grounds snarled with a wave of magically magnified wind. <laughs> the sky outside was a great black ceiling which was full of blood. <laughs> <laughs> The only sounds drifting from Hagrid's hut were the disdainful shrieks of his own furniture. <laughs> it's like Beauty and the Beast gone wrong. <laughs> yeah. Get me out, Hagrid. Take your fucking head being a dishwasher. <laughs> Hagrid doesn't have a dishwasher. <laughs> he definitely does. He's sitting on all the technology. <laughs> yeah. He's actually like a little computer whiz. He goes round to Arthur Weasley's and like pretends <laughs> not to know what any of it is. <laughs> Arthur Weasley's shoving rubber ducks into a toaster. And that's hanging. nice, Arthur. That uh, looks like that's. I'll really go home it. and check on my Bitcoin portfolio. <laughs> 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 what was that, Hagrid? Uh, I'll go and Don't rubber magic that. owl or something. <laughs> Leathery shit. <laughs> no, sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> I almost missed the best sentence. So, uh, with the disdainful shrieks of his own furniture. Magic. It was something that Harry Potter thought was very good. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the tagline of the whole series. That's magic. That's basically the plot. That would be it? what they say at the end of the advert for like the Harry Potter box set in about 20 years. It's something that he thought was, was really decent. good. <laughs> Leathery sheets of rain lashed at Harry's ghost as he walked across the grounds towards the castle. 
Ron was standing there and doing a kind of frenzied tap dance. Oh, no. He saw Harry and immediately began to eat Hermione's family. Well. Ron's Ron shirt was just as bad as Ron himself. <laughs> Ron's Ron shirt? He's wearing a shirt with his own, himself. His own self and on it. And just as bad as he is. That's a great thing to say about a person. If you two can't clump happily, I'm going to get aggressive, confess to the reasonable, Hermione. That's like, confess to the reasonable is exactly what we've been talking about, about people, kids mostly, overdoing yeah. said. Oh, well, that's not limited to kids. Uh, everyone. Yeah, people who write. Mm. What about Ron magic, offered Ron. To Harry, Harry, Ron was a loud, slow and soft bird. (laughs) (laughs) Harry did not like to think about birds. Fair. Death Eaters are on top of the castle, Ron bleated, quivering. Ron was going to be spiders. He just was. <laughs> Don't question it. He just he, was. He wasn't proud of that, but it was going to be hard to not have spiders all over his body after all is said and done. <laughs> when in Harry Potter does it say after all is said and done? Well, probably. What a cumbersome phrase. Look, said Hermione, obviously there are loads of Death Eaters in the castle. Let's listen in on their meetings. That's ve- that's surprisingly, like, reasonable. Mm-hmm. That is in character. She is the reasonable Hermione. Yeah, well, it's worked well. The three complete friends... Zapped, <laughs> We're complete friends. ...zapped onto the landing outside the door to the castle oh, I remember roof. remember that spell, zap. They also legged it, but witches are not climbing. <laughs> Ron looked at the doorknob and then looked at Hermione with searing pain. I think it's closed, he noticed. <laughs> Ron's a fucking idiot in this story. Are you ready? Locked, said Mr. Staircase, the shabby-robed ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Staircase, Staircase, the the shabby-robed ghost. ghost. (laughs) Is it shabby-robed hyphenated? It is indeed. That makes my day. (laughs) Shabby-robed. Isn't it it amazing that a computer came came up up with with the the character of (laughs) Mr. Staircase, (laughs) the shabby-robed ghost? Who would play him in the pantheon of like great British actors that have been in the Harry Potter world? Oh, wait. Ones that haven't been in there. Yeah, someone who's not been in the films yet. Someone who's sort of like dreadfully overlooked Mm. to play... I'm Mr. thinking of actually it could be an any age role because the yeah. the shabbiness can come from the character yeah. and the costume rather than the age. Um I'm thinking maybe we get like hmm. we get like Damien Lewis in. <laughs> Give him some shabby robed ghost. Tom Hardy <laughs> as Mr. Staircase. Tom Hardy is Staircase. <laughs> he could have a spin-off. Fantastic ghosts. Fantastic ghosts and the staircases you find them in. <laughs> They looked at the door, screaming about how closed it was, and asking <laughs> and asking it to be replaced with a small orb. Oh, the yeah. password was "Beef Women." Hermione cried. Oh, that's a shame. Harry, Ron, and Hermione quietly stood behind a circle of Death Eaters who looked bad. <laughs> <laughs> they did. That's fair. I think it's okay if you like me," said one Death Eater. "Thank you very much," replied the other. The first Death Eater confidently leaned forward to plant a kiss on his cheek. Aww. Oh, well done, said the second as his friend stepped back again. All the other Death Eaters clapped politely. That's lovely. Then they all took a few minutes to go over the plan to get rid of Harry's magic. <laughs> <laughs> took a few minutes to go over the plan. Right, so right, just right, a So after the kissing, what we need to do. <laughs> Harry could tell that Voldemort was standing right behind him. 
He felt, wow. this is like such a great piss take of the novels. He felt a great overreaction. <laughs> <laughs> Harry tore his eyes from his head and yeah. threw them into the forest. Voldemort raised his eyebrows at Harry, who could not see anything at the moment. <laughs> That's really clever that it knows that it tore its eyes out and therefore he can't see. Yeah. I'm beginning to doubt that this is a robot. If it is, this robot is like unpleasantly clever. He could be writing like bestsellers now. Maybe he is. Maybe people do do that. Maybe robots can be. I hope so. Art. I'd love to read books by robots. Yeah, okay. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> Done. That's my own year's resolution. If you don't want to do it, we don't have to do it. Damien Green just resigned from the cabinet. Good. After investigation finds he breached UK ministerial code. Don't <laughs> say we don't keep you up to date. <laughs> what an investigation. Anyone who just looked to do it. Anyone breaking some yeah, cut? Yeah, yeah no, oh, there he is, Damien. Voldemort, you're a very bad and mean wizard. Harry savagely said. Oh, Hermione nodded encouragingly. Go on, Harry. The tall Death Eater was wearing a shirt that said, Hermione has forgotten how to dance. And so Hermione dipped his face in mud. (laughs) Dipped? Ron threw a wand at Voldemort. (laughs) Ron's misunderstood magic. (laughs) Take that! (laughs) Voldemort's for sure. You fucking snake-nosed prick. (laughs) Ron's the best character in this so far because he's stupid, a narcissist. You'll be you'll be pleased to know that he's slightly uh, outstripped by a soon to appear Dumbledore. Oh, really? Yes. He's Dumbledore has the best line of the okay, whole thing, good. as uh, he as he should. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's only fitting. Yeah. Um, Ron smiled. Ron reached for his wand slowly. <laughs> so it was someone else's wand. He threw it at Voldemort. Ron's the handsome one, muttered Harry as he reluctantly reached for his. They cast a spell or two. That's so good. So like <laughs> just burying, burying the lead that was the yeah. battle for Hogwarts. Yeah, yeah so they uh, cast a, a couple spell of spells around the Voldemort gaff. peeled apart like a disgusting onion. And jets of green light shot out of the Death Eaters' heads. Oh. Ron flinched. Not so handsome now, thought Harry, as he dipped Hermione in hot sauce. The Death Eaters were dead now, and Harry was hungrier than he'd ever been. (laughs) I don't like that relationship. The Great Hall was filled with incredible moaning chandeliers and a large librarian who had decorated the sinks with books about masonry. (laughs) (laughs) That's such a detailed bit of world. (laughs) But so, like, irrelevant, and yet really apt. So specific. Mm. It's great. Mountains of mice exploded. Oh. Several <laughs> several long pumpkins fell out of McGonagall. <laughs> That's the worst thing I've ever heard. Dumbledore's hair scooted next to Hermione as Dumbledore arrived at school. The pig <laughs> the pig of Hufflepuff pulsed like a large bullfrog. <laughs> Dumbledore smiled at it and placed his hand on its head. You are Hagrid now. <laughs> Pulsing like a bullfrog has replaced Hagrid in a, what sounds like, if you filmed that, it would be such a tender moment. The music swells. Richard Harris's lovely blue It's definitely eyes. Richard yeah, Harris. Richard Harris Dumbledore. His lovely blue Looking eyes, his moon glasses. Face, just peering over as he looks and he smiles. Kind of like looking up at yeah, him. Yeah, and it's like, da, da, da. It's like, oh, we know what they've been through. You are Hagrid now. The bullfrog will probably, the pig. Give him a kiss, probably. Yeah, probably just pulse ecstatically. And then we'd have a big wide shot of everyone clapping and throwing their hats in the air. You are Hagrid now. 
Goodness. We're the only people who matter. He's never going to get rid of us, Harry, Hermione and Ron said in chorus. <laughs> that would be the creepiest scene in the film. The floor of the castle seemed like a large pile of magic. <laughs> the Dursleys had never been to the castle and they were not about to come there in Harry Potter and the portrait of what looks like a large pile of ash. <laughs> Harry looked around and then fell down the spiral staircase for the rest of the summer. <laughs> I'm Harry Potter, Harry began yelling. The dark arts better be worried, old boy. (laughs) No, that is is not a robot. That's the end. That's incredible. He fell down the stairs for just the whole summer. For the rest of summer. That would solve one of my problems with the books, is those boring bits where we go back to the Dursleys and he's just increasingly trapped in a comical prison before being able to get out. Yeah. Like the Whomping Willow bit. No, the car has come along and pull his window off. I was found that. Actually, book two. I know. <laughs> I was already checked out. Not really. I love those books. Well, that is uh, phenomenal. If robots are at this stage now, then we'll be out of a job within one minute. Show us it is robot by my Google Home. Yeah. Hey Google, do you want to be on the podcast? My apologies, I don't understand. Not yet, then. <laughs> Try a bit harder. <laughs> Lovely. Well, thank you for bringing that into my life. It was worth the wait. <sighs> That's all right. What? My pleasure. There's no possible way I could thematically link that cacophony of images to, to anything. anything I have to say. No, well, me but neither. <clears throat> I'm going to tell you about, because I promised it a while ago, about this revenge update. So I like that you made a notepad list of two things. Yes, well, easily forgotten as it's shown <laughs> by every week where we fail to bring stuff up. To recap, I was burnt. Burnt bad. I got what we call Florian'd after the time that Declan... Was Do we have to mention this every time? I'm I sure am going to bring it up again. Remember. Declan, one time, he'd spent all these hours doing... What were you writing about? Binary options. <laughs> Binary options. Binary options trading, which, let's remind ourselves, is a scam. Very big scam. <laughs> Don't go spending your medical Great way savings to, great on Great to it. fund your chemo. So Declan was there writing articles about how people who are dying of terminal illness should, like, bankroll the small minute-to-minute stock trade on the back of a prayer... And then all of a sudden, he didn't get paid. And I thought, ha ha, that's quite funny. I was sorry for you as well, of course. No, yeah, no. Yeah, sorry. no it really I, came through. It did. Well, no, at the time, I probably sent you a really, like, friendly, like, no message of concern. Like, oh, I hope no. you're okay, man. No. Hope no. you're doing all right. No, you, we'll get through no, this. No, you said... There'll be more... You said you'd messaged him and he'd said, oh, no. Not going to have a payment of no. him. But you still worked for him. <laughs> so that's fine. <laughs> like Good a scab. Good had my back. <laughs> No, I think that was around the time that work really dried up from Florian towards the end of that year anyway. Uh, but the same sort of thing happened to me. I'm pleased to say definitely for less money, <laughs> just in case you were worried. Wow, thanks. No, I, I was scared <laughs> yeah. for you there. No, 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 it's fine. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about me. Um, I wrote some stuff, sent it over, person vanished. The invoice remained unsettled. Now, I wasn't happy with that. So what I've done in the intervening couple of weeks now it must be about three weeks is try and like work my way closer you remember that i'd invented some characters you had paul can't remember what the girl one was called because i'm just logged into them all in an incognito tab and with them i'd been trying to ingratiate myself in this person's life a bit more i'd sent him i've given him some free content in so doing wow, as good. a bit like that being harry potter where dumbledore goes to with harry to that sea cave and he has to give, is it, does he either cut and put some blood or does he write an article for that wall? I know, put some blood. Oh, the blood some that blood time. On it. Yeah. yeah, that was probably the other Horcrux where he had to do some, some SEO. 
Yeah. Before Voldemort will let him in to drink all that. Lake. Keywords. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was there and I sent it across. It was a kind of rehashed one I'd already done to gain favor. All the while I'm working the psychological angles. I started playing these characters off each other because they were all in this fiction from the same place and he was only looking to hire one more person. So. Competition was stiff the competition, yourself. Yeah, it's been an intense... <laughs> I've been running around here Did you get, calls. like, too involved between your various personalities? <laughs> I've very so, like, much... infighting with your own creations. Yeah, I made... Whatever the other guy was that wasn't Paul, I've just ruined him. Like, he's never going to work again in this industry. I've made sure... He's killed himself. Pretty much. He might That's as well have For all that the writing work he's going to get in the next decade, let me tell you, <laughs> might as well just be dead. But Paul and the woman... I can't remember what I said she was called. Have uh, they've been kind of competing, staying in his life, gradually working their way into his trust and confidence through just friendly chat, checking in, all this sort of stuff. Now, I eventually happened upon an email address from him that was like one step closer than the one I'd first had, which was just like content.stealer at gmail.biz or something. I now had one that had a first name dot something generic at gmail.com so i did my usual like intense stalk of that and found a linkedin profile but it was a linkedin profile for like a corporation but when i say corporation i mean it's him it's him with a clip art as a picture and that quickly became a bit of a dead end i i made an account on linkedin i'm afraid to say (laughs) luckily to a fake email address i don't want that bullshit in my life and dived in to see what I could find. So I found like an approximate area that we were working in and looked, I found like the school he'd gone to, this sort of vague stuff. But then it occurred to me to check, or rather I had checked already, but I hadn't checked for a while, what had become of any of this writing that I've done. Because this stuff usually works. What with it being bullshit that we're writing? Oh God. And what with, yeah, people don't care what's there. So there's no process of like, yeah, we'll send that across and then we'll get the editors to look at it. We'll write something from it. We are the set. editors. Yeah, we are the judge, jury and executioner of copywriting. So I'd been Googling every few days to find out if anyone had published any of the things. And they hadn't until I set up a little Google alert. Ping. There it was. My, quite similar to the Florian article. It was about like, who are small money transfers? And it was an article. <laughs> and what do they want from Yes. Us? That was the phrasing of it. Like, literally, I had to write who they are. And I was like, well, what do you mean who? He was like, yeah, just say, like, which people they are. I was like, but it's not a person, but is they're... it? It's the act of transfering a small amount of money. And he was like, yeah, not a lot to work with. But what's the... What's the... But what makes what's, them What's tick? beneath the surface? Yeah, let's get under the who skin. are they? What are their dreams? Paint a picture. So I wrote a poem... <laughs> about it no I didn't I wrote just a normal very boring like oh if you want to transfer money but you haven't heard of the bank or PayPal (laughs) why not try one of these probable scams (laughs) one of these probable scams has become an ally of mine and that's the one that published this uh, article on their site and they were called something like comparemoneytransfer.com or something something cumbersome yeah but they always are aren't they so that you just like when the URL is just what you'd search, you know that it's dodgy. Yeah. <clears throat> so they had a contact form. They had a phone number. They were based in London, they said. I gave the phone number a ring. It did that weird thing where the quality of the dial tone changed about 12 times, as I imagine I was being like rooted all around the gaff. And eventually a man answered and uh, he answered in a different language. Good. So I did the classic English thing of 
you just speak louder. That's how it solves the language barrier. <laughs> Hello? I'm looking for Mr. Small yeah. Money Trans. <laughs> Who are he? <laughs> Luckily, this man did speak English. He told me rather than the 0207 London number that I called, however, he was based in Bhutan. <laughs> oh, nice. A country that you very rarely hear from. Deal with, days. certainly. But luckily... Have you ever sent any, transferred any small money? Not not via a, a small money transfer. Oh, right, because what I don't want to do is pay for their extortion Damn. fees and the fund that kind of exploitative like first generation immigrants who have to send money back home to their family oh, all that kind yeah, of cycle of definitely. poverty oh you're not bullshit you don't want to be complicit in that not in a big way that's why i use paypal oh, the ethical option <laughs> <laughs> that was satire guys okay anyway there i am i'm on the phone to this man he was very helpful it turns out his job is that he answers the phone the, the one phone, phone yeah. for all the branches of this company and they basically, if you ever use a small money transfer, and if it, in case it wasn't clear, we're strongly <laughs> this advising that you don't. <laughs> he, yeah, this one company is basically all of them in disguise in the same way that like Coca-Cola owns everything. Yeah. Every drink that pretends to be a Coke rival, apart from Pepsi, is just Coke by yeah. another name. So they've sewn up that market. They'd done the same thing where they'd be like recommending against using another one. So that if you use the other one, you felt like you were safe. It's a good bit of like marketing psychology. So he got me the name of the, that's like a shell company. He got me the name of the proper company and it was something just as cumbersome and just as scam sounding. So I gave that a Google and it turned out they were registered on the company's house gov UK website. So that's a real thing. And if you go on that website, it lists the officers. So like the director, anyone who's got some sort of role of note within the business and the person who was director, it also gives you like a history, like a chronology of the business. And they'd recently like changed hands. They changed names from a slightly alarming like security solutions. Oh, fun. Sort of a arms dealer slash militia sounding company. So that was their past though. They moved on to bigger and brighter things. Small money transfers. Yeah. And <clears throat> they had a name of a guy who was the director so he was my new vector. I got on Facebook, I got on Twitter, I got on all of them. Bebo, I resurrected it. Especially. His Habbo Hotel. God, there was all sorts. His Roblox, <coughs> let me tell you, all over the place. And eventually I found his Facebook and sent him a message. And I regretted it quite quickly because I realised there was a bit of a weird interaction and I didn't really want it to come from my personal Facebook account. But, but that whatever. was already done. <laughs> I got nothing from him for days. And then all of a sudden I got a message that said, here's my number. We'll speak tomorrow. Oh, Not wow. here's my number. Give me a ring. Here's my number. I'll call you. We'll speak Because I'd tomorrow. emailed with my number. So they could call. It was my fake number. Yeah. But a number that rings nonetheless. Here's my number. We'll speak tomorrow. So, okay. I thought I, I didn't reply. Or maybe I did. I might have been like, great. But the next day I was tutoring. I'd had a long lesson and just at the end of it, my phone started buzzing as I was like leaving the house and it was every East London gangster rolled into one man. <laughs> he was, he, you know how I've, we talked about this maybe on the show before. I have a real admiration for people who in conversation are comfortable enough with their hold over a room, a person, a situation to just take these luxurious pauses. Yeah. 
where they just know that you're waiting and you will wait for them. You, it's like the yeah, dog you're not going to interrupt. Yeah. You just will sit there and be silent for a bit. Ian McKellen does it in all his monologues, and I think that's why I like them so much. He'll just be like having a chat and then pause for hours. And you're like, Ian, where are you going <laughs> What's with the this? next line? <laughs> like his tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. What's the impetus for this pause? Yeah, there's never one that anyone else knows. Us to death. <laughs> Ian, come back. Don't follow the light, Ian. Sir Ian. Anyway, he did this a lot and he was uh, a scarily efficient man. Like, I don't want to call him out as being a definite criminal, but I mean, sure. and if he listens to the show, I, I in fact will say the opposite. He's an upstanding member of society. But could be a very successful criminal had he wanted to be. Yes, there was a lot of that about, he. he was actually really helpful and nice to me, but in a very kind of, odd aggressive way like, he was like a kind of how you feel about like a football coach when you're quite young and they're like usually quite big well i guess everyone seems quite big when you're about six yeah but like big men with like a beard and they're like giving you advice but they're always a bit brutal about their advice like don't kick a dead ball son <laughs> like, yes okay sorry and uh you think that they're like ultimately kindly but it's just that the delivery method is very like masculine and forthright that was his play and he got really really worked up as i explained like what had happened and it's only 150 dollars or something i say only like that would that would be nice for me yeah. to have but it could be it's not like he scammed me out of a house but he was getting like so worked up he's like just don't like people taking the piss mate it just drives me mad honestly it does if he was in the uk i'd get my boys he kept referencing his boys <laughs> quite a lot he never I'm said sure I'm sure he just means his sons. Yeah, well, he kept. They're really good at like diplomacy. Yeah, a few times he went, I get my boys, and of course, it's not in the UK, so there's nothing we can do about that. <laughs> so but he kept doing the same. Yeah, he would, never, he would never quite say what his no. boys would do. But that, which I is, mean, we all know. I, I mean, <laughs> Baseball bat Tony and his gang would be around there having a little party. Big pipe Tom. <laughs> Eventually, so he gave me God, the... God, that sounded like a weird porn name. Big Pipe Tom, was it? That's It sounds like a very poorly chosen children's book character. Oh, no. It's Big Pipe Friends Tom. with Stig of the Dump. <laughs> um, he gave me a contact. It all felt very like I was in some kind of lock, stock, two-smoking-barrel situation. Wow. I was on imagine, you being, imagine you being directed by I'd, Guy Ritchie. <laughs> I'd be great. What do you mean? I mean, I don't have the obvious visual type for a no. gangster but maybe that's why I work Tim Roth he doesn't look like a gangster no he, do, he does look like he could kill you though yeah you're saying I no I don't have that quality about <laughs> no him. not necessarily well, no. so something for me to work on no you're you're the person we'd cast as the sneaky type who'd just like, <laughs> be a big betrayer no I think I'd be the person behind the scenes where it's like Ra's al Ghul looks like he's some big Chinese man <laughs> No, he looks like he's a small Chinese man, but really he's huge Liam Neeson. <laughs> okay, wrong, bad example. But Very my poor. point is that there'd be a figurehead and then... The what real... you mean is the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> no, what I mean is like a Gus You're friend. actually a small dwarf behind a curtain. Is that <laughs> what you mean? That's not what the Wizard of Oz yeah, is. He he's not a dwarf. He's very You've small. You've confused him with a munchkin. He's just That's old. Him. You idiot. He's you've, so You've very misunderstood small. that. Film. Massive face, though. All yeah. those lights on Huge. <laughs> Loves green. Can't get enough. He's not one of those like miniature football <laughs> like figurines you can get. Yeah. That's him. Anyway... All that aside, I got a contact, which was an agency, in inverted commas, from which he'd commissioned this work. He was like, yeah, I don't really look at it, mate. It's all about just the Google hits, isn't it? 
and Bing. <laughs> <laughs> I almost laughed on the phone, but I didn't. Uh, because Best he could go. Yeah, got to get Lycos involved. What's the <laughs> fucking point? <laughs> he, uh, yeah, his search engine knowledge was impossible to fault in that regard. He gave me this company. That was my target. This was someone who, like, they hire out. I think you, if you're a business, you can, like, pay them a certain amount a month and they'll just send you words. Like, you might as well be paying a robot for all the quality Probably that better. you usually get. I mean, if robot. it could write like that, then yeah, definitely better. So, <clears throat> this was my new target. I looked them up, obviously. Mm-hmm. They had one of those impossible-to-navigate websites where, like, contact us is a big joke, the punchline to which is that we don't want you ever to be able to. <laughs> so you have to navigate through, like... Here's our live chat. It's accessible for precisely three minutes every week. We won't tell you which. <laughs> Good luck. I had that up on my other screen for so long, just waiting for it to be like online at any hour of the day. Never. They had a phone number that didn't... Oh, no, they had a phone number that would cost you like £4 a minute to call. Good, Good sign. They had an email support that wouldn't go anywhere. So I did the same thing. This is an American company, though. So I looked up like details of the company and found the CEO and just emailed him directly. And the next day, I left my number. I got a call from him. He was an American man who sounded almost alarmingly like Troy McClure, who is, what's his name, Phil Hartman? Yeah. Yeah. He was just like the archetypal, smarmy, but uh, quite friendly businessman. And he, I felt like I was in some kind of Darren Brown thing because he was talking so quickly and so assuredly and yet so little of it had anything to do with my input in the conversation. It was yeah. like he was just trying to hypnotize me with some kind of sales <laughs> pitch, despite the sales pitch being, I'm going to help you find this person. So he was like, yeah, well, we're going to get to the bottom of this. Don't worry about it. You can trust in me, which no, is no, no, only... No, no, no. You've got to do the accent. I'm not doing the accent. You've got to do the accent. No. You can't not... Hey there, guy! <laughs> Well, howdy. Well, there, boys. I'm going to track him down <laughs> quick as you like. Yeah, my boy's on it. Brandine, <laughs> where's that rider gone? <laughs> Sorry to all of our Southern American listeners, but we've already slagged you off so many times. Although, well done not voting for that paedophile. Only Hats just, though, if you're a, if you're a <laughs> if black you're, woman listening, then well done. If, if you're, you're anyone else. Horrible white, <laughs> go and check yourself, Alabama. Anyway. Where we are today, it's not resolved. He's been banned from that website, which is good. That is good news. I have, uh, they have like a problem with freedom of information. So what I've been doing, my new approach is he was like really helpful, but up to a point where it's like, well, we can't just tell you where he lives or what this person's name is because then you could just, that's not how companies work. So what I've done is, and I wonder if this is a crime I'm about to admit to. I don't think it is. I have never said I'm a lawyer, but I've strongly implied that this new character, also called Isaac, it's pretty clever, uh-huh. is a lawyer. Right. They're contacting the agency through, I said, our, my legal representative will be in touch. And in touch they were. They wrote a really beautiful email, oh, actually, nice. may I say. Yeah. And uh, that's been sent across. They replied saying they're forwarding it to their legal team. <laughs> to be continued. Wow. How's it made you feel? It's made me feel... That there's justice in the world. No, not that yet. there are people out there like me, superheroes. You haven't actually achieved anything yet. Oh, so much. But he's banned. He won't ever be able to do it again unless he just goes through another. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have to speak to three different gangsters to have him banned. Why from is this everyone one in this website? world a gangster? 
why is like the art of content writing only run by crime? It's the worst James Bond film ever. <laughs> like, Hello, Bond. We need you to track down the person who came up with this adverb. <laughs> I'm telling you now that you absolutely could not use binary options to fund your medical <coughs> treatment. This monster needs to be stopped. Isn't that right, Money Penny? <laughs> That'd be dreadful. So yeah, that's where we are so far. It's all a bit disheartening, but it's given me something to do. And I've met some new people. Exactly. If we ever need to send our boys around somewhere. Abroad. Imagine if we got a below five star review from someone in the UK. Yeah. I know who we get his boys, boys over. Big Pipe Jim, whatever you said he was called. Big Pipe Tom. That's him. It'll be around there quick as you like. Pipes and all. Big Pipe Tom and Long Schlong George. That's They'll them. Be there in one second. The Tweedledee and Tweedledum of the beating you up industry. <laughs> Danielle. There's She's, a tangent. Look, we haven't, we've only touched briefly on Danielle. We, we listened to some of her book reviews. Yep. Wonderful they were. Oh, Insightful. Inspiring. Mm. It's inspired me to never read again. But we, we didn't really touch on all that's been going on in her life. Uh. She's busy, isn't she? That's, Very. Like, there is an element to this She's where... She's a whole post about how busy she is. Yeah, there's part of it where it's like, ha, it's quite funny, the stuff she writes. But then there's an element of me that's like, her life's so interesting. <laughs> She's going to food banks. She's giving Monopoly cards out to the homeless. Well, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. She wants to change her. Her what? She wants to change her. Oh, I see. I Not want, her anything. I want to change me. Right, okay. She said. Wow. Is this because it's coming up to like New Year, New Me time? Don't know. This was October 27th. So no. <laughs> Just before Halloween. You know how we all get. Um, but I mean, this is, I think, where best to start with the uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dive in. If um, you haven't heard anything about Danielle before, if this is all just nonsense to you, go back to Basingstoke Food Banks. There was an update. There was an update that. after that. Yeah, a couple of episodes later. Like Something. late 20s, just before you went to the fringe, it was. Oh, great. Literally we'll hours for, before you went to look the Look for an episode from August. Yeah. Mid-August. But we'll, we'll put in the description. We, we won't. But lovely idea. Yeah. <laughs> where she went to Gay Pride. Oh, yes. That was an entertaining mm. episode. Um, so uh, she said, yes, I want to change me. Mm-hmm. There is so much debate every day. Are magazines influencing girls and women's on how their bodies should look? Does celebrity body shaming force us to Can want I just cosmetic quickly. surgery? I was teaching yesterday a kid who's really earnest, but quite stupid. But is someone like there's no one happier to try and do the work than this kid that I've taught so far. And I was trying to teach him about how to write a good introduction. And I was broke it down into levels where like level one is There just, is no such thing. Yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> but no, we were like, if you want to get like a level one, I was trying to make it like a game, then all you need to do is just like write your thesis statement. Something like in this essay, I will argue that X, whatever. And then I was like, level two, we want to kind of persuade the reader round to our argument. It's good to start with like a context statement, maybe something about like a broad theme that you're going to be discussing on like the history, like when Goblin Market was first published, it was considered controversial for its feminist undertones, but something like that. And his one that he came up with, he was like, right, okay, I've got it. We were doing Ozymandias, a comparison between oh. Ozymandias and My Last Duchess. Oh, classic. you're doing the power, power conflict as well. Very, yeah. very okay. dull. <laughs> very dull. So his, his theme or the thesis of his essay was about how Ozymandias is about how power decays over time and my last touch is about how it can persist through family and stuff like that. And uh, just one more time, I told him that a context statement was going to be something like to entice the reader. It's like a slight 
persuasive exercise we want to set the scene for our essay mm-hmm. and <laughs> i gave him 15 minutes to write this introduction while i i'll be honest was on twitter was checking <laughs> all kinds of <laughs> yeah, social media same. and at the end of it he was like okay that's done he was really pleased with himself i was like okay let's have a look at what you've got and he got his paper the first sentence was books are everywhere <laughs> <laughs> in this essay i will argue that they shouldn't just, be everywhere no, at all. Then it just carried on to be the normal essay, but he thought that that's a all context. of that was like... When you said broad, you <laughs> meant broad. So that's what that Danielle one sounded like. It's there like, is so much debate. Yeah, it's like day. the most vapid thing you could say, but it does tick the box of start with a broad sentiment yeah, exactly. that the reader will be like, yeah, there is that. She, she read a book about writing, but yeah. didn't understand very much. <laughs> I think yes, to a degree. Mm-hmm. However, everyone has their own mind. True. And can handle the situation differently. This is... I don't understand that sentence. Is she saying she wants to get a degree or she thinks yes to an extent? If mm. so, what does she think yes about? No, what she's saying is she thinks about do magazines influence oh, girls see, yes. on how their bodies should look? Okay, I'm back Does celebrity body shaming force us to want cosmetic surgery? Yeah. So yes, but also no, she says. Right, it's fence-sitting. For me, I have always had worries. My nose is too wide. Question My mark? top lip is too thin. My hair doesn't grow. <laughs> that was a good rule of three. My eyebrows are patchy. My skin is awful. Sounds like she's falling apart. I know. They're not things really? like, normally people be like, oh, I just, I wish I was like a few pounds lighter. I get the nose one. That's like a common thing. Or people are like, just wish like, oh, I don't know. wish my eyes were a different color. They're just so boring. Hers, are like, hers sound grow. like medical issues. <laughs> Genuine problems. Yeah. My bones keep crunching their way into dust. These are not influenced by magazines or social media. They're all things I see in the mirror when I look in the mirror. Best time to see in the mirror, I've found. But also, it seems to gloss over the fact that the point is not that they ma- the, the magazine mirror. persists to tell you, exists to tell you your <laughs> hair you doesn't look? grow. Hey, but, Danielle! But, but more that <laughs> subconsciously you begin to doubt yeah. it. I feel like she's not exactly going to engage with this debate on a level that is, well, anything really. <laughs> meaningful, certainly. Fair. Initially, I wanted to change all of these, but eventually I have up on the idea. Okay. Until this year. Mm, that's a good use of a short sentence. Dot, dot, dot. Nice. It all started when I decided to have my eyebrows microbladed. Wow. I've never heard of that. What does that sound I'm sure like it is a sort thing. of torture. Sounds like sci-fi franchise it sounds like microblade this is a semi-permanent tattoo on the eyebrow uh, I do know done in this. small flicks to look like natural hair it costs 150 pounds for stage one six to eight weeks recovery wow. and then another 75 pounds doesn't seem to say that that last 75 pounds is for anything no. they just ask you just for like, it. oh by the way <laughs> if you the enjoyed re- our service the reason i wanted this was because i shaved my eyebrows off when i was 13 Little Miss Rookie thought she could make her eyebrows thinner with a razor. I have a blog oh, post man. coming soon about my microblading. Right. I don't think it needs no, much I think more. Covered quite a lot of it, to be fair. <laughs> Since having this, I feel so much better. I That's don't apply good. makeup to my brow every day, and I feel so fresh. Right. She feels absolutely full of nineties slack. That's lovely. This little thing has made me feel better about my face and more confident. Now it has me thinking, what next? Oh no, she's getting addicted to what, it. So, what? Well, this is tragic. This is like, she's she started off by it. saying, 
to an extent, but also no. But now you can all just... have. We all have our own responses, mm. and hers was exactly the response the magazines want. Heat magazine wins in the end. Next year, I plan to have my teeth professionally whitened in a salon, as I'm conscious about my smile. I also plan to either have microblading lip liner to define my top lip oh, or no. lip filer. Why is it called microblading? It's a very strange name. It, it's one that sounds more horrible than yeah, it is. If it was just, oh yeah, we do a like, dark ink tattoo so it looks like there's something there. It's probably quite a cumbersome name on balance. <laughs> but microblade. <laughs> I also plan to visit a dermatologist to start a plan of treatment for my skin. Mm. I know this is a lot of change, but I've suddenly thought it's going to make me happier and make me more confident. That's fair. Then why the hell not? Yeah, I can support that. I've always been in the frame of mind that you should never change you. Oh, well, not always. (laughs) (laughs) And I stick by that. You don't. No. (laughs) Don't change your personality Uh, for anyone. You are beautiful, but your skin's horrid. (laughs) But you're falling apart. Eyebrows all over the gap. (laughs) And don't change your looks for anyone. Brackets. My boyf hates the idea of me wanting all of this done. But mm. if it's going to make you feel happier, make your mind clearer, <laughs> then wow. you should like do what Jedi. you want. My top tips would be check out the places you're visiting, reviews and before and after photos. That's a very good tip. Anything important like this needs to be super checked out. Mm. And sometimes it's better to pay more money than less. More money first, 150 <laughs> then, then 75. less 75. Yeah. Weeks later when they just asked <laughs> for some more. What do you guys think? I would love to know your thoughts on this, as I understand it's controversial. Brackets, I hope I haven't offended anyone. Oh, why does she think she would have offended anyone? I don't know. Bless. Maybe like if if we read it as an acrostic that says fats fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so that was, I mean, that was from a couple of weeks ago. That's interesting. But. She's a relentlessly positive person. Let me tell you that four days later, all this changed, I'm telling you, it... It's oh, no. paid off. Oh, it has. It paid off. That's good. Because She's she was nominated by someone called Jess Clare mm-hmm. for, <laughs> and I can't believe I'm reading this aloud. Okay. The Versatile Blogger Award. Wow. We've been at the start of this movement. I think that's off the back of our listenership. Definitely. Getting her nominated. Even though we haven't actually said her name. I mean, it's eminently findable. Very, <laughs> very findable. I'm very grateful to be, nominate- to be nominated by Jess Clare and PAE Reviews. I love that I started my blog over a year ago and over 82 subscribers. That's pretty good. It's not bad. It's better than I would have thought. Who who are they? I don't what are they getting from it? I, th- I hope they're all at our list. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Matt 81 times. <laughs> I've worked alongside brands and how supportive the blogging industry is. What? It's not a sentence. doesn't mean anything. I love that everyone helps everyone and that I'm involved in blogging groups. I think this award just show the nature of the blogging world. It truly, yeah, truly it really, does. It really is a poor reflection. <laughs> Versatile. The rules are as follows. Thank the person who nominated you and link their blog post. Nominate 15 bloggers for the Versatile ah, Blogger here Award. It comes. This is a pyramid scheme. Share seven facts about oh, yourself. Okay. I'm up for these. I'm pleased to know that this isn't like an awarding body. This mm-hmm. is like a, one of those YouTube trends where they're like, we're all going to do that chubby bunny game. Do you remember when they used to do like... No. This is a video I'm making on the friend tag where you have to have like a friend in the video. Oh, that's horrible. It's dreadful, yeah. So it's not really an award. It's just it's self-promotion. It's just someone started it, yeah. 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 Dom's 
seven facts. Okay. Are they prompted by anything? Do they ask questions that she has to answer? Is it just... Because this will be very telling. Seven facts about yourself. Mm. The seven things that you think of will be very revealing. My favourite animal is an elephant. Cool. I think they are beautiful. Oh, there's more to it. And intelligent. (laughs) No one needed you to qualify. I really want to meet one in the wild. (laughs) To meet one. How do you do? (laughs) What do you you think think of my microblades? (laughs) Influence. Two... I've visited over 14 different countries and Basingstoke, <laughs> ranging from Iceland to Egypt. Are they supposed to be the opposite because one's cold, cold and one's, one's hot? D- That's 100% how, how mine yep. worked in that sentence. This year, I've been to Thailand for two months. That's cool. I've been with my boyfriend for seven... This is fact three. Oh, right. I've been with my boyfriend for seven years. Wow. We met when I left school and we have been so much. That doesn't make... <laughs> <laughs> We've been so much. When I left school, it just made it sound like like when it was time, just on one school day, rather than when she moved on to the next stage of her life. Yeah. My mum is from Caribbean island called Granada, and my mm. dad is Irish. That's an interesting mix, isn't it? It took me seven times to pass my driving test. That's a shame. You Not shouldn't be allowed. A surprise. Is there a cap on no. failure? Why? It's the most obvious rule. If you fail it three times, you shouldn't ever be allowed to look at a car. I think there might be like restrictions on you have to wait a certain amount of time after you've right. failed it. Is so that to times. see if you develop the ability to drive in the interview? Well, so that you don't like just go away, have one more lesson and then come back and try again, mm. but that you actually... They make money try. on that though, so mm. I guess it's in their interest. It terrifies me that people can drive. I think about it every so often when I'm crossing a busy road just like the amount of people who can barely walk on a pavement yeah the amount of people who can barely like hold a conversation but that's what that's i think the sole reason i passed my driving test was i was like look at all these fucking debtors who can drive <laughs> if i can't do Dead it that's on the, the road. ultimate admission of failure yeah i just don't want to be anywhere near you passed your driving test haven't you? no i've no. never taken a driving test i've not so of course i would pass six. it six no it's all right 100 percent. Right. i'm, got I'm the balls a, one to of the take it then don't worry i'm one of i'm the michael Sh- oh no <laughs> six now i don't know that you're going to like this is it a pulse based no six i have webbed toes oh i didn't like it what how did that not get a mention in the things you want to change i know <laughs> Leave the eyebrows a few months. So out the fucking fish fins. Microwave, microwave, microblade. Your feet microblade apart. Them out. <laughs> My, oh. And no, I can't swim better because of this. <laughs> Who's asked that? And yes, I am gel of people. Hose socks with toes. No, 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 no. no, no. Even if that sentence did make sense, <laughs> it's, it's, a no. it's so deeply wrong. <laughs> Socks with toes. Is that a thing? Yeah. Gloves for the feet. Yeah. Burn it. That's disgusting. <laughs> I saw someone walking around with shoes with toes. What? I no. went out of my way that to kick a bit of gravel at them. That doesn't exist. 100%. They're no. like plasticky. They look no. like, they look like Not having someone's it. just stepped in vulcanised rubber Not and stayed. Not having it. Ugh. What, what's the advantage? None. Why would you want to draw attention to the fact that you have feet? They're <laughs> gross. Specifically toes. They're the worst They're bit of the, the foot. They're the worst thing. Ugh. Cut them off, I say. Number seven. My favourite food is chicken. <laughs> I would rather eat a million chicken wings than chocolate. <laughs> I love it. That's so many chickens. 
specifically half a million. <laughs> well, half a million two winged chickens. Oh, that's true. You're not taking into account all of the disabled ones. That's fair. So all she's been nominated for an award. Haven't actually heard back that she won it. No, well, I'm not. So there going is a chance. Much hope. There is a chance that she didn't. That would be weird, wouldn't it? You're telling me that in the whole blogosphere, there's no one surpassing Danielle's output. <sighs> I don't know. It's weird, isn't it? It seems that there might be. We've got one more. Okay. Which was November goals. Mm-hmm. Now, again, we haven't actually had an update on the November goals. So I like that though. She gives you the premise and lets us think about the answer. I think it's more that she probably didn't achieve them. Oh, or that. Yeah. Um, two months until the end of the year. It's come round so quickly. It's easy to slip off now. <laughs> Forget goals and get distracted by Christmas. Brackets. Ooh, sparkly lights. Stay focused. Wow. She should do a tour of like Bond Street around Christmas where she gets tourists to enjoy it and then reprimands them for not focusing on weight loss. And she's done this little um, picture here. Okay. okay. Um, which right. will become more apparent in a bit. For listeners, mm-hmm. it, which all of you it's are, a, it's, it's a, like a diary looking it's thing. It's a diary looking thing with in pink various topics and next to them a selection of numbers from one to various. That's mm. compelling content. As always, I'm writing down my goals to commit to them. Good. Once I've done one off of each goal, I colour in the number. Okay. Okay. That's a weird system. These are my goals in number. One, 15 gym sessions. In the month? In the month. Right, okay. These are for November. That's a lot, isn't it? How often do people go to the day? gym? Bloody hell. Two, read two books. Okay. Three. Wasn't her, didn't she have a goal of reading books in one of our last Almost so. I'm sure it was more than She two. definitely yeah. revised down her yeah. ends. Four. Sorry, three. Four Mask Mondays. Sorry. Mask Mondays is... Masked Monday. Mask Mondays. It's where she does a face mask. Oh, okay. You for the blog. For your skin. Yeah. Right. But also... What's one the of her, written appeal for a blog of me putting on a face mask? She I'm does a little out. video. Oh, it. right. And tells you what? How good it is? Yeah. How patchy it makes your eyebrows? <laughs> wow, the patchiness is doing a really horrid skin. <laughs> <laughs> Although the most recent Mask Monday was done on a Thursday. Oh, so. <laughs> no. She's a wild card. Um, four. Two sober weekends. Okay. That's a very solemn goal. Five, eight MAs booked at work. Wow. Don't know what those are. No, we don't know what she does, do we? No. No, well, we'll never find out. Six, six pounds lost. Okay. What I don't like is that some of these are kind of themed around the number in the list they are. Yeah, it sounds like the 12 days of Christmas. But they're just not. Two was read two books. Three was four mask Mondays. And five was eight MAs. Seven. And now this one's possibly the most depressing. Two charitable favours. <laughs> favours? Implying that you get something she back wants something it. in return. Wow. She'll she'll give Look, home, I'll give you a pound. She'll now. give she'll give a monopoly card to a hopeless. Yeah. But she wants them to compliment her skin. Hopeless. Oh dear. The hopeless. Eight. Five Wednesday weigh-ins. So five was eight MAs and eight was five Wednesday Just weigh-ins. Just flip them, Danielle. Nine. I don't like all these alliterative days she's created for her own life. No. 
Nine, eight blog posts. <laughs> Stop doing that. Ten, four <sighs> room cleans. <laughs> Which room? Um, and eleven, and I don't know what this means, fifteen instructions at work. Just give them. Just give them. Or follow take them. them. <laughs> yeah. Either. Oh, dear. My overall goals is to be successful at work, lose weight, up my fitness, and make sure my room is tidy and my mind is clear. She likes this clear mind business, doesn't she? On page two, I've written myself reminders of why I wanted to do each goal in the first place. If in doubt, I will refer back to my goal. Isn't Doesn't it quickly become, if you've ever, have you ever looked into things like the Pomodoro method? What's that? It's this really popular time allocation slash efficiency to-do system where you like I can't remember because it's ages ago that I looked at it but it's very well known that you spend like five minutes doing something and then give yourself like a minute and then ten minutes and then um, two minutes oh, right, okay. it's something like that some more bullshit yeah doesn't it very quickly when, whenever you look into like apps that deal with to-do lists or systems mnemonic systems for like getting stuff done everything is simply worse than just writing a list and then doing just the do things it. on the list. Just do it. It just becomes like a sort of Dan Brown-esque plot. You spend you so like... much time setting up yeah. this system to make you more efficient that you end up with no time doing could, the things you, on the list. You've run out of theoretical time to ever recapture the efficiency <laughs> you've lost by just thinking about something as banal as the Pomodoro method. <sighs> it sounds then. like pasta as well, so it I'm does. not yeah. on board. <laughs> Self-help, which this comes under, is the biggest scam ever mm. it's just feeding on the hopeless but not in danielle's sense no there's not a lot of self-help targeted at the homeless actually the pomodoro method has... they, they've not taken off in the homeless community <laughs> no interestingly the, not the pomodoro method has reminded me of a, a great tweet i saw earlier that was your star wars name equals your favorite pasta dish with a random space in the middle mine's carb onara <laughs> oh that was what i was about to say that was gonna be mine what other ones work for that Bol Pomodoro. <laughs> That's a good one. What was that great tweet you sent me that was like the bad thing about Star Wars is some people have amazing names like Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> I can't remember. Uh, well, let's make it up because I remember the punch. It was like Dozak Quick Force. Yeah. That <laughs> was oh, shit. And then some guys just called Gary Spaceship. <laughs> Greg Spaceship. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh dear. Um I've got one more story. Go on him. Well, the last one. Oh, no, it was a story. So here I go. This happened. This is my tutoring update. Yesterday, I've been teaching these twins computer science, which I'm just deeply unqualified to be teaching at all. But, you know, we make do. And it's it's just always I maintain that my utility is that I can read and pass a textbook faster than a child. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me sound really like proud of that. Yes, I can read faster than a kid. Come on, then. Come on, guys. Get me a certificate in that. So there I am. It was a four and a half hour lesson. Well, technically five hours with a half hour break for lunch. Bullshit. Nonsense. Half hour. What can I do in that? Nothing. Had to walk to Costa. The lights went off. None of them knew what to do. Power cut. Anyway, there I am teaching this lesson and for whatever reason we were talking about like I don't know some computer science thing about like databases maybe. And about, oh, that was it. We were doing, we were doing like a Harvard inspired course. There's this Harvard computer science course that I was teaching them. And, uh, they were interested in how much money you can make as an academic. Cause I was like telling them that Harvard is one of the most expensive 
establishments in the world. <clears throat> they, I think one of them worked out that they take like 1.68 billion a year on student fees alone. It's pretty good. A professor there gets 200 grand, I think, a year. Um, and from that, we were talking about like salaries in general. Cause another thing that happened that kind of thrust this theme was that the doorbell went and they weirdly, it's a really beautiful house. It's the one I told you about where like a housekeeper came to greet me. Oh, right. Yeah. And, uh, they only drink bottled water in the Susan Beetlejuice manner. So you know that they're like doing all right for themselves. Yeah. And also they're being homeschooled entirely as of a couple of weeks ago. Right. And so it came up that the cost of that was running at like two grand a week, something like that, something mental. So we would talk, oh yeah, so the doorbell went and despite it being this beautiful house with like an amazing car outside, like gates and stuff, I sound so impressed by gates as a concept. <laughs> they've got gates and all. Um, they've got this doorbell that sounds like when you walk into a corner shop, it does that. It's this horrible electric little nudge in your brain like, oh, there's someone there. So that went in the middle of the lesson and the... I think the dad was in the garden or something, probably shooting a poor person to death for sport, <laughs> hunting a fox into the next life. And so one of the kids had to get up and answer the door. And he came back looking really like bemused. And he was like, that was weird. I was like, well, what happened? He said, well, I didn't know that when the bin man comes and says, happy Christmas, you have to give him money. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a great way of describing this interaction. I mean, and to be fair, I'd not heard of, I've never been around to tip the bin man. I guess, like, I'm sure it's happened because, yeah, it would, like, my mum would have done it. But I didn't know that was a thing either. So we were talking about that for a bit. It was like, well, how much did you give him? He's like, yeah, 10 hours. Seemed seemed all right, yeah. But he said that it was a great awkward moment where he was just standing there because they're, I think they're in year 10 or something. So they're like 14, 15. But they're both really big so he looked like he could be a lot older Mm -hmm. so i assume the bin man was kind of like had guessed that he would know the protocol here that happy christmas equals give me some money yeah please and he was like i was just standing there for ages (laughs) 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 after i'd said happy christmas i'm like what else do you want (laughs) so this went on we were talking we got talking about salaries and eventually they one of them was like oh if it's not a personal question how much do you get paid for this i was like i think it's 30 quid an hour or something which is a, a not great for teaching two students. Like, no. And it's also... But when you're doing it for five hours, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, exactly. It's, That's it why it's a chunk up. of time yeah. that works quite well for me. And I had nothing on in that time slot anyway, so I took it. And it's like my first job with this agency, so I'm getting in their good books yeah. to get more stuff. But they were like, 30? That's so weird. Because we pay £50 an hour each to the tutoring agency. So if that session with me costs them 500 pounds of which I get 150, 30 times five, maybe even 30 times four and a half if they're cheeky. And so the rest of our lesson was completely derailed by their outrage at this. They were like, you're, but you're being scammed. Like you should be getting more than that. I was like, well, yeah, I probably should. Yeah. But they don't tell me how much no. you pay. And they're like, but we're getting scammed. It's like, yeah, you are. We're all getting scammed. So the, the next hour of the lesson. Have you heard of business? Yeah, it became, we, we discussed like, we were talking about marks for the whole hour. And they were like, I was explaining what class consciousness meant to, to, to incredibly rich, privileged. Homeschooled two yeah. grand a week. Yeah. But they, so we were talking about like this thing of in business where it's really taboo to discuss your salary with your colleagues and and they were like but but why like surely if you 
like if you knew that you were being paid less then you could do something about it it was like well, that's yeah, why there we go <laughs> but it was just it was a really amazing it's the only moment so far of my quote unquote teaching career that's yeah. been like that was actually worthwhile because they like were just so appalled by the naked just dreadful <laughs> exploitative <laughs> nature of this transaction in which they're paying a hundred pounds an hour for me like the I've never said to this tutoring agency, oh, by the way, I know everything about computer science. So if you've got anyone that needs that, that's yeah. paying you above the odds, get me, I'm your guy. I think I'd maybe put that, I had an IT GCSE because we had to do it. <laughs> and on the back of that, they're paying a hundred pounds, 500 pounds for a day with me walking through a textbook whilst I get like not even half of it. It's mad, isn't it? That is awesome. So, the takeaway for me is that less of this English and more, we're going to just go out, start a revolution. With okay. The children. I'm, I'm in like a kind of not a Pied Piper figure. Cause there's a lot of negative. Is, like there's a lot murder. of, does yeah. he kill all those children? No, I thought, he, I thought he drowned them. I thought he did bring them back in it. What's the difference? Is it the Pied? Who's got the mice that they're leading out? Yeah, that's him. So what are the kids doing? Well, cause he leads all the mice out of town. He's like, you're going to oh, pay they me don't for that. Pay him. It's very similar. Wow, it is. <laughs> what a link. And he's like, well, I'll take the kids then. And they're like, yeah, right. If, as if, like, that's a mouse flute. And then mate. he's like, and he's like got a different tune for that. <laughs> <laughs> Come along, kids, follow me. <laughs> All the mice are like, what's this? <laughs> used to be playing our tune. Yeah, so I think we need to just, people are very receptive to these ideas. I've never seen so crystallized, like I'm someone who's, always open for talking about politics in, with friends. I strongly subscribe to the idea, you know, this, we've talked about this before on the show. There's that acronym that's like, it's something really grim. It might be the word rape is the acronym oh, that they send out as like actual uh, materials, like salesmen of topics you shouldn't talk about. Religion is one. Politics is one. Can't remember what the others are. And, uh, Right. That's the A. A is actually apes. People have some pretty conflicting opinions. It's a real battleground. But yeah, so I've never agreed with the idea that you should put politics to one side in a friendship because I think no. it's so fundamental. Like if you're someone who thinks poor people just don't deserve to live, then we fundamentally cannot get friends. on. Yeah. And so in all my like years of discussing and debating and people like changing their minds or not responding to arguments or understanding bits, but not the rest. I've never seen, I've never witnessed that like penny drop moment so clearly. So I think it's our role to transition this show into what I'm going to call a national platform. Right. Okay. Well, I'm on board. a kind of revo- What should we call the party there? If we were going to run, I guess shame kind of has quite a profoundly negative connotation <laughs> that may not sell with the average no, voter. Maybe not. I'm voting for the shame party. <laughs> for too long. Maybe it's like too relatable then. People will. Maybe. We'll be like accidentally thrust into power. Yeah. Like the Pied Piper before us with his powerful flute. Flute. That was him. <laughs> for mice and children. <laughs> Look, have we had any emails? Because I sure don't remember. Okay. Oh, we have actually. We've got two. Toby, oh no, we can't do this in this episode. But we've got a great Roy Moore. We're having an incredible. We even mentioned it earlier. We should have brought up there. Yeah, the episode's run over. We've got this from Mark though. Isaac and Declan, 
Proofreading a letter drafted by our legal team, they start with the following sentence. Both aforesaid parties here and after collectively referred to as, quote, parties in caps. <laughs> what is it, Mark says, with legal people loving the use of archaic compound words? It's almost as if they were trying to work within some early version of Twitter or SMS protocol and were wanting to minimise the number of characters, including spaces that they use. <laughs> this, of course, is not the case, as generally they can be incredibly, oh, they can use incredibly lengthy and complex structures to say something that is relatively simple. Ultimately, they developed a language that only they can write and interpret. Classic job protection. <laughs> so there is a link there. There we go. With what we said. Another interesting item I came across today was a message from our corporate IT department. Another link. God, I'm good. They will be installing some new software on our computers to manage our passwords. I don't know if you can see from here, but for some reason, across corporate and computers are in a different font. And really small. So it looks like he's trying to send me a secret message. Oh, no. Across corporate computers received, Mark. I don't know what it means, <laughs> but I'm coming to your rescue. The message I received from them read, Hello, did you know hundreds of millions of passwords are stolen each year? That's why we provide a storage tool on your workstation so you can store your password securely. KeePass. So this program, according to their message, is called KeePass. That's K-E-E-P-A-S-S. Online, they capitalise it differently. Key, pass. I assume this is meant to be read key, pass. <laughs> this doesn't work so well in audio. No. But of course, it can easily be read, as it was by me, keep, ass. <laughs> <laughs> Did the creators really miss this when naming their programme? Or was it a deliberate act? Regards, Mark. Now, Mark, I'm thoroughly on side of deliberate act i think i think whoever came up with it was injecting a little levity i don't know i think like think after that, that amazon thing oh tell about that well those who follow us on twitter will have seen uh that i posted is that at that's a shame cast at, that's a shame cast right and there's some good content that i'd want to see definitely posted we're, regularly we're doing stuff all the time yeah now. we're actually so. doing that that's not even a lie anymore no because it was for months for, <laughs> until about two days ago <laughs> But I shared a photo from the corporate facepalm subreddit. Mm -hmm. um, not that all of our content's rehashed. What? Back derivative. Um, but it was of an Amazon listing for a small children's tent, mm -hmm. Native American style. Yeah. But they hadn't said that, or indeed anything even more sensitive than that. What they had done was to call it minority style <laughs> tent. Oh, that's minority shame. style minority <laughs> style can't stress enough they couldn't even be bothered to mention to which minority just the oh it's one of those minorities oh I what style ten is that just <laughs> minority mate I reckon that they uh, there was a kind of conversation between at least two people about it and they were like uh, so Indian tent yeah and they're like you can't Ooh, say they can't say, say that anymore mate you can't say come on Indian anymore. That's, that's, that's touchy stuff that's that that's touch you can't we don't go there anymore. But though. we've got that team called the Redskins. What about the a Redskin tent? No, 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 no. no, no that's no, even no, worse. No, that's very touchy at the moment. Bloody very hell. touchy at the moment. They, they're really not into that. Have you read any of the pieces? Um, okay, what else have we got? They're not they're not Inuits, are they? No, 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 no that's different. Them. What about Navajo tent? It's a bit specific, and we don't want to like make any claims that we're not backing up. The print no. might be wrong. Yeah. It might not be specifically. like We haven't done any... You didn't do any research into the... The design of the tent. No, I think I just watched Peter Pan. Yeah, and then just made our best guess. Yeah, scribbled it down. Yeah. Got it in, I mean, in what, Lycra. What do we call them? They're just a minority tent? 
Sabio well, it's Mendes. not a minority. Well, I, I guess it's not the minority. Team. No, but it's minority style. Yeah. Say that again. My, well, it's it's in the style of of a minority. Minority, minority style tent. Minority style tent. Now, who could that offend? Well, we've name checked the minorities like, themselves. Yeah. So if another minority doesn't think they're getting a piece of the pie, then we've kept it vague. Yeah, we can do minority style shields, spears. Nice. Yeah, minority style, uh, like Oppression. ghetto tats. What? Well, not ghetto. We would say no, get, no. We would urban, say ghetto. Say urban. We don't even. Just minority style. We could just maybe. This, maybe this is That's a brand. A whole brand. This is a brand. MS. This is a product. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this has been episode 56. Buy your MS tent for just seven ninety nine. Yeah, sorry about that. Look, that was a big role play, so you can't do us for it because none of those are our opinions and we were satirising the very clearly wrong-headed approach by, what was the company? It was on Amazon, but it was called like Dickhead Tents or something. Uh, we should also say that this is a similar kind of role-playing uh, voice hmm. as we've used in Many of our Patreon poems. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Especially that one about the Confederacy. Well, not especially, but, 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 but definitely. <laughs> yeah, you want to check those out. One of the rewards on Patreon at the... I uh, can't remember which tier. It's above Comptroller, but below on the bench. You get an Instagram poem. Uh, they're not actually as of yet on Instagram, but we do them in the format of like Rupee... I can never remember how I said it. Rupee Core. Style of like simple background, or in our case, weird image nonsensical verse on a theme of your choosing or one that we've like specifically chosen for you so check them out on twitter at that's a shame cast we'll also put them on instagram which is at that's a shame cast as well i think yeah yeah why not, why not? and um we're also posting we recorded the writing sessions like just the audio so there are some if you feel like you need a few more clips of us there's about 20 minutes worth of content writing four different poems that will be up on <laughs> on the YouTube channel. Oh, yes. Speaking of all the social media, say I was sitting at home and, you know, I'd come across a password software that was telling me to keep ass, Or, like Toby, I'd found paedophile Roy Moore's best attempt at poetry. How would I communicate it with us? Well, what you could do, you could, as we've said, tweet mm. on the Twitter. Yeah, big fan. How many characters you got these days? <sighs> don't know. It doesn't even many tell as you anymore. need. Just got a big circle. And until the circle's full, <laughs> you've it. got as many as you want. Just um, keep spouting. So the show, as we've mentioned, is at That's a Shame cast. Yes. Um, you can reach me personally mm. if you wanted to just get in touch with me. I don't me. know why you would. Uh, well, not that because anyone, I'm at Isaac not that, not that anyone ever has. Oh, bless but, you. but if they did, if, if it were the case, then I'm at Cynical Death. Yeah. Um, and I'm at Isaac BD. You have mentioned it. Yeah, it's no, fine. just in no, case no, we, we the first all, time though. All heard it's I S A A C, and then just I double S A C. No, no, it's the one. I double S A C B D. And you could email. Yeah, my personal email is. No, so you can email the show tas at shame city, like task without a K. That's how I remember it. Yeah. Is it now? No, it's not. There's a contact form over at Shane.com. He types out task and then deletes yeah. the K. I only just type to make one sure. finger as well. I actually use one chopstick. Hunt and peck. <laughs> um, yeah, you can... contact form at Shane.city. That'll wing it right over as well. We love to hear any questions, anything you come across, articles that are funny, anecdotes that you have, questions, thoughts, feedback, all of that over there. What else? That's it. No, reviews. reviews. Shame.city slash reviews. We'd love some. It's December. Make your Christmas present to us. Either patreon.com slash shame city or 
going over to iTunes in whatever country you happen to be in, dropping a five-star review, the nicer the things you say about us, or at least the more outlandish. What I'm looking for is like with my students' essays. I want you to have a stance and just argue it. So we'll read it on air. Uh, Mailing list. Podcasts are everywhere. Yeah, that's the spirit. Shame.city slash mail for the mailing list. We'd like to give a particular shout yeah. out this week to, cause I get, we both get an email when mm-hmm. someone joins, don't we? And it hadn't happened for a while because we've kind of, I feel like most people who are going to join joined quite early. <laughs> so we've had like, a, our, our bench was already there, but every so often we get one. And the most recent, Kira, we don't know who you are. We've not heard of you before, but thank you for listening and welcome to the mailing list. We should probably email out the, uh, Password for that one password. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if you'd like to hear that one episode in which we perhaps unwisely distance ourselves from the podcasting community, <laughs> but then wisely keep it locked away, then get on that shame.city slash mail. Until then, someone's Goodness coming in at me. our door. That's someone getting takeaway. Until then, we're going to have a normal episode next week and a bonus episode on Christmas Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? What do you Christmas think? Day. But no one's going to have time to listen on Christmas Day. It's fine. Day. It's about the spirit. No one's going to listen to on Christmas Eve either. I would. But that's because I am one of us. A real narcissist. That's me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we don't have to wish people happy Christmas and that now. But no. in case you don't listen to the next one, have a lovely Christmas. Yeah, do. And there'll be plenty of content for you to get involved with if, like me, you don't enjoy being around much of your family for much of the time <laughs> although i should stress that the family i'm with at christmas i do actually like that's good that, that is good yeah because rest of them are cunts though may oh, I say. massively family is just friends you haven't asked for <laughs> on that note i've been isaac you've been i've been Declan, and this has been episode 56 <gasps> we'll see you next time bye guys Necessities, simple their necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I mean the bare necessities. Oh, Mother Nature's recipes that bring the bare necessities of life. For me, the bare necessities of life will come to you.
necessities of life Wherever I wander Necessities of life will come to you. 